I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is called tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Tonight we're coming to you live from all over the country. Radio stations across the country broadcast this program. We thank the program directors for selecting the show to play. We're also grateful to Aftermath.fm for being an affiliate online, playing our shows. Also, TalkStreamLive.com that links to several radio stations across the country. People listen there as well. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And uh, we invite you to actually, if you would like to explore what Ground Zero has to offer with regard to our own personal playground, would be library or what have you, you can go to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. You can uh, have a subscription that's uh, for any budget. We have uh, $10 a a month. We have a yearly $79. It's a good buy right now in August. And, of course, we have the Friends and Family, which is $139. And uh, you can sign up there with your family. Uh, You and three other people can actually sign up for $139. These are good deals, too. It's it's a bargain basement price to at least uh, keep the show going and, and to keep the servers rolling and uh, keep a lot of our material safe. And that's exactly what the purpose is of that. So please support the show by going to aftermath.media. So, you know, I've been very busy doing a lot of shows, hopefully doing some shows that, uh, you know, are really, you know, breaking through to a lot of people. I mean, of course, top of mind awareness is what's very important with ground zero, trying to get the story out before the story, trying to predict the weather for you. As we say that we are weathermen, storm crows, uh, always looking for future events and trying to encourage people to prepare. But I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't go back about a week ago. It was the 76-year uh, anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, August 6, 1945. Little boy, an atomic bomb was dropped by the Enola Gay on Hiroshima, Japan, Another was dropped on August 9th in Nagasaki. For reference, Little Boy dropped on Hiroshima was 13 to 18 kilotons of TNT. The fiery deaths of the Japanese sent a signal into the ether. The bloodshed sealed with fire. It was a uh, ritual. It's called Diluvium Ignis. The flood of fire. A second baptism spoken of in the ancient text. The power of the sun detonated in full view and many people were slaughtered in the ritual that transformed the world and mentally affected millions of Japanese for generations to come. You know, the Japanese fear the bomb. They, they still, their, their fear of the bomb still exists in their art, their anime. And of course, Godzilla, you know, you can't forget Godzilla films and what they represent. But we as a nation here in the United States, we were affected as well. But this, this is a part of history seldom talked about. And how we are you know, also still invested in the fear of an atomic bomb or the fear of an atomic accident or a nuclear war. And history has shown us that in the 1940s to the 1960s, the people of the United States fell victim to a psychological operation that goes on today. It's a psyop where people are not quite sure if they're going to become victims of an atomic war. Now, granted, we have never anticipated nor have we obsessed about a nuclear holocaust as much as Japan has. However, we need to pay attention to how the collective obsession 
can lead to tulpas, thought forms, uh, with unwittingly, you know, intent, the, the idea of intent and the law of attraction and the shaping of what can be called a powerful egregore. And I've talked about thoughts. I've talked about thoughts that can carry, that carry will, actually. And as the will turns into manifestation, things start to materialize. Things start to get very interesting. And there seems to be this groundswell of people. They think the lockdowns and all the actions we've taken against COVID-19 are sort of a mass ritual that is preparing us for another tragic event. I've been hearing from a lot of people that they think that an alien invasion is waiting in the wings, that they're preparing us for the alien invasion. Of course, look, now with the mainstream paying attention to UFO phenomena, I can see that because before they wouldn't even give us the time of day to talk about this. Now you have scientists that want to make it a scientific discovery. You have the military saying that this is a reason to turn space into a battlefield. You have, I mean, everything that we've heard about. I mean, for me, it's 30 years. I've been talking about this for 30 years, but for me, 30 years going from the crazy one to the pop culture guy that's that and and, and the futurist guy pretty much because everybody's saying what do you think about the alien invasion i'm saying well i mean if it happens you know then uh, it'll be it'll be interesting hopefully they're not going to kill us hopefully they're not going to eat us but you know and then there are others that think that if there is an alien invasion it's going to be a big deception and it won't take much to fool people into thinking that aliens have landed. I can promise you that. People are saying, oh, they're going to have a big show in the sky. We have to see it. No, 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 you don't. You know why you don't? Because we fear something that's invisible right now called COVID-19, and they don't have to produce any evidence of it even existing. All they have to say are people are dying, that the tests say that they're positive. That's all they're doing. So an alien invasion will be easy to fake if they want to fake one. All they have to say is it's happening. And we can't see them because they're like beings of light or they're on the infrared or what have you. They can say whatever they want. So this whole alien abduction or this alien invasion that's in the wings, the great deception, could be done just by word of mouth. I think the real threats, though, deal in seismic activity, deal in asteroids. They're going to trigger major destruction all over the planet. There was a seismic uh, situation happening in the Sandwich Islands today. 7.5, I believe, 7.5 earthquake, creating a small tsunami. Of course, this is happening all over the planet. It seems to be uh, happening in swarms. Steve Benoon came on the program and said that he believed there were some events were going to take place sometime uh, between November of 2021 and February of 2022. There's a winter window that we'll see some maybe uh, seismic activity. We already hear that volcanoes are erupting in Alaska. They're also doing a study saying the East Coast may suffer earthquakes i mean this is uh, some amazing stuff but a lot of people still i think a lot of baby boomers some like me who i'm on the cusp i would say that i'm on the end of it all i was born in 64 thinking long and hard about a nuclear conflict that will change the entire world and shock us into complying with the new world order there's so many ways to bring people together for this new world order the vaccines and the and the COVID is, is, is doing a great job. But, you know, there's some things, though, that strike fear in people's hearts. COVID striking a lot of fear and uncertainty. But I believe something coming from space or something coming from another country, like a nuclear bomb, would be, you know, 
quite traumatizing for people. And, and there are plenty of reasons to worry about these things because the planet seems to be ready to be pushed into a darker and more traumatic paradigm. However, this is not the first time a whole generation has been wondering about their world, about whether or not we're living in the end of the world. My father used to tell me all the time that when he was a kid, you know, he was raised in a dispensationalist uh, family as well. And when he was a kid, they had their Antichrist. His name was Adolf Hitler. They had their end of the world fire and brimstone. It was called the atomic bomb. And yet afterwards, the 1940s, the 1950s, things thrived. They thrived under the Cold War. People looked at it as a kind of a rebirth for the entire country. I mean, people were still terrified of Russia. Sputnik went into the sky and everybody freaked out. 1950s, 1940s, 1960s, worried about nuclear warfare in the back of their minds as well. Possible exchange between Russia and the United States. In fact, the designated speaker for delivering that bad news would be Arthur Godfrey. Arthur Godfrey. I used to see him on talk shows. Red-headed dude. Arthur Godfrey. Many baby boomers remember the the, the Conrad broadcast and how they would be this you know these creepy reminders that the bomb was always on the ready to annihilate American citizens. Conrad was the government's acronym for what became the emergency broadcast system. 6:40, 12:40 a.m. on the radio. So you were told to go to 6:40, 12:40 a.m. on the radio. I remember my father had a 57 Chev candy apple red had um, baby moon hubcaps on it. And the radio that was in the car actually had CD for civil defense on 6.40 and 12.40 a.m. on the radio. Just so if you wanted to immediately push those little buttons to go to 6.40 and 12.40, you were already there. Conrad stood for Control of Electromagnetic Radiation. That's what it meant. And it existed from 1951 to 1963 as a way of shifting the broadcast frequencies of AM stations to prevent enemy aircraft from homing in on radio signals for navigation. And in the event of a nuclear attack, those frequencies were Arthur Godfrey's message and all other government emergency instructions were to have been broadcast on those areas of the dial. So it, it was certainly, you know, we were certainly living in the shadow of the bomb from the 1940s to 1960s. Conrad is what made radio creepy. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.